Good afternoon, everyone. Today is Tuesday, and I want to welcome you to my podcast. Every Tuesday, every Thursday, you can find me here at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. No matter what the rest of the world is going through, I will be on the air. Well, unless my engineer gets COVID or something, then uh, I'm kind of screwed. But um, I want to talk about something that I was, was thinking about the past few days. You know, they had this big old gala this weekend, and all the elitists, the elite of the elite was at this gala, $30,000 uh, for the uh, entry. And these are really, really wealthy people. So this, and what's triggered this story was simply that there was a, a lot of people there with no masks. And the only people that were wearing the mask were the servants, the caterers, these people who are not so elite in their eyes. And that started triggering some thoughts for me. For a lot of people, they don't know that 1% of the population, 1% of the population pays 40% of the taxes, which comes out to equivalent to $2.4 trillion. Imagine what happens if they had 5%. Or let's go up to 25% of the top income receivers. They literally could run the country themselves. The United States takes in about $4 trillion a year from taxes and revenue. Because a lot of people might know this, but the, United, the uh, United States government really does not create anything. They don't create products. They don't create technology. They buy their technology from other companies. But 99% of the money that comes into the federal government comes from you and I. Which means they work for us. Well, that's how it's supposed to go. But in their minds, it doesn't. So my point about the uh, top 5%, these people really can take over the country and run the country. I mean, you got Jeff Bezos, elitist, Zuckerberg, elitist, Jack Dorsey, elitist, Bill Gates, elitist, Elon Musk, the jury is out on him right now, Warren Buffett, and so many other billionaires. I'm talking with the B. These guys can actually run this country and pay the national deficit just with taxes alone. Because if, you, if, you, if you're the 1% right now and you're paying, you know, 40% of the country's taxes, and that's $2.4 billion, imagine what happens if they can gain the top 5%. If they could get the top 5%, they could fund this country and have money left over if they were to get taxed accordingly. Now, the federal government, now that said, the federal government writes a lot of checks. 
with no money in the banks. I don't know how that dynamic would work out, but if they wanted to take over the country, they probably could if they were to get the military. One key element in a coup or a takeover is the military. If you can get the military to go along with your BS and do things like roll down the streets of your neighborhoods, making you stay in your home, um, telling you you can only drive so far from your residence, just like they're doing in Australia right now. He has announced new world order. The Great Reset is in progress. Look at Canada right now. As we speak right now, Canada, they need a vaccine pass to leave their house. That's ridiculous. Now, they don't have a constitution. Canada has what's called a Bill of Rights. So, obviously, they don't have rights. Because they all have been locked up like caged animals right now, unless you, you've gotten the vaccine or you may be in a vaccinating, vaccine concentration camp. That's literally how it's going in Canada right now. Now, here in the United States, you're probably not too far from that either. Um, there's people who don't believe that our government is trying to become a one-party government. If their actions and what they're doing is not proving that to you, there's no saving you. There's no waking you up. You know, California will determine how silly Americans are. Gavin Newsom is in recall right now. They're having a big election with Larry Elder um, as his opponent, the main opponent. If California votes Gavin Newsom back in, that is an indication. Unless they're cheating now. Let me not exclude that. Unless they're cheating, you're going to see what the rest of the world is really, well, rest of the country are about. Because when you allow somebody to do what he's done to the people of that state and they vote him back in, well, they deserve it. They deserve everything that they've gotten and everything that they will be getting. I don't understand how in the hell can people be so stupid to vote that man back in office who have basically destroyed your state, made all the other cockroaches leave the state and come to our state, Idaho, Texas, Arizona, Nevada, we don't want you here. I'll be honest with you. Most of us don't want you here in Utah because you'll bring your liberal policies here, destroy our state like you have done California. Don't want you here. I could think of other places you can go. Hell. I think, um, but California will determine what the rest of the country is going to look like. If they cannot get a man out of an office who's done what he has done, the powers to be are going to say in their minds that, hey, 
these people are really for this stuff. Assuming they did not cheat. They're going to say, these people really like what we're doing. Look, they let Satan remain in office. At that point, you can forget whatever's going to happen now. It's going to happen. The vaccine mandate was actually illegal. And if anybody's out there saying that, he can do it, well, he can't do it. He's trying to use the employment mandate based on a 1905 lawsuit. You see, they're using the Department of Labor because the Department of Labor can mandate certain things if, only if, it is a toxic substance. Not a virus, not the flu, not the common cold. It has to be a toxic substance, such as what? Asbestos, um, oil in the water, gasoline spills, um, company not complying with and hazardous waste disposal, then they have jurisdiction. But for a pandemic, no, they don't. People, it's the labor board. They're not even the EPA. It's the labor board. But they don't even have jurisdictions to tell employers that they have to have their employees get vaccinated. It's already been tested in the courts twice, I think it has been. And both times, the plaintiff won. So all this scare tactics that they're doing to everyone, all this lying about the vaccines being approved by FDA. Here's a question for you. How many people have you know? How many people know that people are leaving the CDC and the FDA right now? Because of the booster shots, they're not in agreement with it. Because by the time these people get done, you will have 5,000 needles sticking out of you every time there's a variant. They're not allowing natural herd immunity to happen anymore. Not at all. So, What are we to do now? Sit and wait? Mm, A lot of us will. A lot of us will let the government tell us what to do. And those of us that choose not to wait, we're crazy. We are conspiracy theorists. Mind you, they said that as well when we said Biden was the devil in disguise. Mind you, when we said many, many times, Biden is a racist. How do we know that? Because he has said same, some of the things that would correlate to being a racist. Like, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Or, I don't want kids from the jungle coming to play with my kids. Or, when he was in the basement, thank God there was some black woman putting food on the chefs while he was locked up in his basement. Just stuff like that. That's a racist. Now, had Donald Trump said anything like that, he would have been 25th Amendment, impeached, perp walked, 
you name it, they would have tried to have done it to him. He had been impeached shit, four or five times. You know, Biden has also came out and said that his administration does not have to be vaccinated. White House, they do not have to be vaccinated. People, that's your first clue. <laughs> that is your first clue. So do you think Joe Biden has taken the shot? You think Kamala Harris has taken the shot? You think you think Fauci's taken the shot? Because here's my question. If they've taken the shot, why would they give their employees of the White House and the Congress the freedom of not having to get vaccinated? Think about that. Why would you? So you think Kamala Harris vaccinated? Not likely. You think Biden has been vaccinated? Not likely. Adam Schiff? Not likely. Because usually in this country, you lead by example. Where's the example? How do we know they haven't taken a, now this may be conspiratorial, but I'm going to say it anyway. How do we know Biden's actually taking a shot? How do we know the video or the pictures that we've seen people take, such as Fauci, when the needle was empty? How do we know? How do we know they've taken the shots? Did you give it to him? Mandate everyone else in this country to get vaccinated, but they choose not to get vaccinated. The premise of what? When everybody's dead, I need an administration still. I'm not going to subject you guys to the needle because we need you when everybody else. I don't know. I don't know. But I can't think of why they are exempted. And if anybody can figure out why they are exempted, email me. Email me. Let me know. And then I want somebody to justify why we have to get vaccinated and they do not. They spread the virus just as easily as anyone else. I mean, they preach the virus is to protect everybody. Aren't they worried about their people getting infected? Or let me guess, those guys are using herd immunity. Herd immunity. Doesn't apply to us. We're not allowed to use herd immunity. We're supposed to be told what we can and can't do when it comes to this virus. You know, the poor states, countries, I should say, are using herd immunity. And those states have seemed to be doing, countries seem to be doing quite well. I don't know how many people saw the, uh, had seen the uh, people in Brazil protesting. Over 200,000 people protesting the vaccine. So we're not privy to what goes on in the rest of the world because our media keep us, keeps us 
behind the Iron Curtain. There's, there's not only one Iron Curtain any longer. There's two. There's two. We have our own Iron Curtain, firewall, whatever you want to call it. Because the rest of the world are protesting a lot more aggressively than we are. We Americans are, I guess, very patient. Maybe we're waiting for a certain trigger. I don't know. But I know when someone hits that trigger, it's going to be a loud boom. And what I mean by that, all hell's going to break loose. But then there's days where I wonder, is it really going to break loose? Will people eventually stop fighting? Will they get the best of your spirit? Will the attitude change to something like, if you can't beat them, join them? I hope not. I really hope not. But I've seen a lot of things lately that um, had surprised me. But now, I don't even know. I really don't know. We've got COVID. We've got CRT. We've got Black Lives Matter. Um, those are multiple battles for us to fight. And the thing is, we have to fight them all at one time, it seems. They're piling up and piling up and piling up and piling up. I hear and read a lot of stuff. Some of the stuff is crazy. Some of the stuff seems to be factual. Some of the stuff seems to be uh, a conspiracy theory. But one thing for sure, there's something happening. I was just thinking this morning, will we ever get to 2022 and have an election? Will they get so abrasive, abrasive to say, you know what? I don't think we're having an election this year. You know what? We got the power. We're not going anywhere. Could that happen? It could. Will the people let it happen? I'm not so sure. But if it does happen and a civil war was to break out, People, you need to be ready. When I mean by ready, you need to have money set aside if it's any good. But you definitely need to have supplies. Now, I'm not endorsing any supplies or anything like that. That's just me thinking on the what if. You know, so many countries that have been taken over in a coup, wish they could do a do-over. So many people wish they could have done a do-over and thought different. You know, you look at Venezuela. I'm sure those people wish they could have done it over again because there are there were a lot of people like the people here in the United States today who would know their hair from their ass. 
There's a lot of people in this country walk around as if every day is a great day. It's kind of like the people that are in Afghanistan. I'm sure they thought everything was good until they realized the military was moving out. And then there was no contingencies. I'm sure there were signs the Taliban was coming. But they assumed that the United States military and other NATO allies would protect them. Well, they were wrong. They were wrong. Is that what we're going to do here? Because don't think it can't happen here. All it takes is a bunch of aggressive people who want power. All it takes is a bunch of people who said the Constitution no longer exists. That's all it takes. Enough people to collaborate to make it happen. If they can do it in all these other countries, don't, don't, don't kid yourself and thinking it can't happen here. Because it most certainly can. And if we fall asleep at the will, it most certainly will. Because what other country would the rest of the world truly want other than the United States? Think about it. What other country? There's no other country. And I know you have heard this time and time and time again. China, 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 China. There's a reason for it, people. Don't kid yourself. A lot of us are not dummies, but none of but most of us are not astronauts or geniuses or scientists. But one thing we can surely tell is when a skunk is in the room and I smell a skunk. I smell a skunk. Just having guns is just not enough. You've got to have a way to survive. Because if they do anything similar to Canada, anything similar to Australia, there's going to be problems here. There are absolutely going to be problems here. Right now, we're getting ready to come up on on a break. But before I go to break, I want to tell you guys, and I appreciate you guys listening to me weekly. Um, it would do me a great favor or service if you guys would share this podcast. Let people know who we are and what we are about. I mean, they can look up for they can look at look me up on any of the 45 platforms. And share this message. I have been shadow banned by Facebook. So most of my stuff you don't receive anyway. I'm actually building a website so you guys can get in touch with me. So keep that in mind. Share this during the break and let people know who we are. And we are the Modern Conservative Podcast. And we'll be back in a moment.
Welcome back, everybody. This is John Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. I'm brought to you from the state of Utah and all our fine, fine listeners today. I want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you for being a part of this program. Um, somebody asked me this morning, how do I end up, why did I end up doing a podcast? Well, when I own a coffee shop, one of my ventures, um, I opened it up April of 2001. Now, mind you, it was getting done and built out and all the other stuff in the meantime, after January 1st. So the, the government said I didn't qualify for it because I was, uh, I opened up, you know, the 1st of January. Now, had it been prior January in December, 2019, it would have been okay. But I didn't qualify because I opened after January 1st, 2020. Now, that kind of pissed me off because as a taxpayer, I can't access some of my money that I put into the government, but everybody else could. And I thought that was rather, rather ridiculous. So I started posting things on Facebook. And at that time, I had probably maybe... 300 followers. And then the more and more I post and that I was showing how I was against the federal government and what they were doing, people started looking, listening, and following my Facebook. And then I started posting things that were not particularly flattering of Facebook and, and Twitter and the federal government, and COVID, then I noticed they started kind of messing with me. I was getting a lot of fat checks, even on actual videos. And then when they were giving me, when they were fact checking me, it was pissing me off because it's an actual video of he or she saying some of the most ludicrous things I've ever heard in my life. But then Facebook will come back and say, well, that's been verified. You know, that is blah, 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 blah. You know how the hell they do it. Well, that started pissing me off. And the more I kept doing it, the more they kept putting me in timeout. And the first time I get out of timeout, I do it again. I wasn't on Facebook really caring about what they thought. I'm going to say what I want to say, and I'm going to say it when I want to say it, and you're not going to make me shut up. And everything I was putting, it wasn't a conspiracy. It was factual stuff like videos, um, Department of Justice um, statistic when Floyd was killed and, you know, blacks killing blacks in Chicago. That's the kind of stuff I was posting. Factual stuff. The stuff that the news don't want to tell you anymore. The stuff you don't find, find out about organic, organically through the media. Well, when I would find it, boom, I would post it. So I got tired of being shadow banned. So I kind of laid off Facebook for a little bit. Then a friend of mine, Jamie, asked me if I would do her podcast. Now, everybody who knows me right now found me far as the political realm here in Utah, found me through my Facebook. 
because people started seeing everything that I was posting and it was, people was sharing it. And then, you know, next thing I know, organically, my, my Facebook page just blew up to 5,000. Now, when I tell you, I truly believe in the constitution and I truly believe in the modern conservative movement. And it's a movement basically saying, look, we don't care who you are. Leave us to hell us alone. You do what you want to do. We do what we want to do. We don't care. Just don't touch the constitutional right that was given to us by the fathers and our inalienable rights given us to us by God. Just leave them alone. And you won't have a problem with us. Well, that was easier said than done. A lot of people truly believe the Constitution is an old document and it needs to be revised. revised. Well, the problem with revising the Constitution, you should be careful of the person who's doing the revision. And that's the problem. And in today's, in today's society, you've got the Democrats, you've got the liberals, then you've got the conservatives, and then you have the Republicans, not to mention the libertarians and the moderates who are in the middle. So you got to be careful because when someone starts tweaking the Constitution, I trust you. It's like writing a contract. When I write a contract, it's in my favor. So goes the Constitution. If someone's going to change and amend the Constitution, in a lot of cases, it's going to be tried, amended, amended in their preference, not everybody else's. So as I'm speaking out about everything, um, I did a podcast. And uh, it was my first podcast. It was rather fun. I enjoyed it like I do today. And I'm not the kind of guy that talk, like to talk to hear myself speak because I have never listened to one of my podcasts. Not one. I've never listened to one. My job is to spread the knowledge that I have learned to people who may not understand what's going on right now. To me, this is a job as well. It really is. Because I truly think like others, we need to have a vehicle when Facebook shuts us down to share our content and the, and the, the messages that we try to get to people who are less informed on what's really going on in the world and give another perspective. I don't like to use the word perspective because to me, that's another word for opinion. And you know what they say about opinions. Everyone has one. But the problem is there's people in this country and there's people who listen to me and listen to other people who believe their opinions are factual. This is when it gets scary. When you start making opinions, facts. I had a conversation with somebody one time. This is literally the conversation. The conversation was simply this. We were arguing arguing over, um, debating over whether an opinion and a fact, or actually the word was um, perception over facts. I said, perception is another word for opinion. But a fact is a fact, which mutes your opinion. So I gave an example. If two plus two is four and your perception is, is at five, 
which one's the truth? The person said to me, depends on your perception. Well, you know who's not going to be an accountant, right? Because two plus two will always be four, not five. Unless you're a Democrat and you identify as a dumbass, then it probably worked well for you. People will understand you a lot more how you got five out of it than not four. But so in my life, I believe in, I don't really, I can understand you have an opinion or a perception. I do get that part of it, but I don't succumb to a person's perception when I have facts. I just don't do that because when you start doing that, we're no longer using pronouns. We can now change genders when we want to. The minute you start taking and changing what a fact is and try try emotionally changing, for example, who in the hell believes a guy can wake up one morning and change to I'm a girl? Who believes that, people? Who believes that crap? A liberal. That's who believes it. A liberal. And they want to push that on us, the people of common sense, the older generation who really knows what a male and a female is, you know, the difference between a, a, a vagina and a penis, because nowadays it's one of the same. It's one of the same. Whether you let it hang or whether you tuck it, you're still the same. Because you can tuck it doesn't make you a female. Because you cut it off, it doesn't make you a female. Because you can take chemicals and grow breast does not make you a female. If you cut it off or add it on, it doesn't make you a male. If you take testosterone, testosterone, testosterone doesn't make you a male. You will always be a female. Now, let me get now. Let me say, say something really quick before I get myself in trouble. I don't care which one you do. I really don't. You could cut your head off of yourself and say you're a zombie. I don't care. That's your right. As a modern conservative, that's your right. But it's also my right under the Constitution to live my life. The problem is we don't always have to agree on everything, but the problem is when we don't agree, one side thinks the other one is bad. You know, one of my really good friends is Lady Maga. One of my really good friends. And for those of you guys who don't know who he is, look him up on YouTube. Lady Maga, you'll find him. Great human being. Great human being. One of the nicest guys you will meet in your life, and he's a conservative. Like myself, he's not the stereotype. We believe in truth and freedom. Is that wrong? 
Is that wrong? Because when you listen to Ryan or Lady Maga, he's pro-life, conservative, and he speaks out on some of the wrongs of the LGBT community and the straight community. One of the most classiest human beings you would ever meet. Great heart, loves everyone, funny guy, look him up, look him up. There's a group of us here in Utah that we really, we stick together politically wise and as influencers. We stick together. Some of us or most of us are cut from the same cloth. Some of them, some are not as edgy as I am. Some of them are not as straightforward as I am. But make no state mistake about it. They are conservative. I know we started talking about COVID, you know, but, you know, I'm really tired of COVID today. I could talk about COVID forever because it may not go away for a very long time. Now, I'll never stop fighting, and I may not be speaking on it today, but you best believe, you best believe I'm in the fight. I'm in the fight. But today, I just want to talk about we as conservatives. You know, not all of us have the same religion. Not all of us have the same skin color. Not all of us think alike. But one thing we have as a conservative, we believe in freedom. We believe in freedom. And the freedom that we have today was not given to us for free. A lot of blood was shed for the freedoms that we have today. We're still shedding blood right now in, this, in the world for freedom. We just lost 13 soldiers because they were fighting for someone else's freedom. Americans as well and Afghanistanians. One day you may be tested. One day you may be tested, but I can tell you this. If your mind is not in the right place when you're tested, chances are you will fail the test. In your mind and in your heart, if they come knocking at your door, you have to rehearse in your mind what freedom really is worth to you and your children. Because I can promise you, you're going to get tested. We're getting tested right now. They want to see how far they can push us. I'm going to make a prediction, and it's it's a half-assed prediction. I will be honest about that. But I've got this feeling. I've got this feeling things are going to change for all of us. I've got a feeling we may not look like Australia, but I think we will look more like Canada. And that's still too much for me. That's still too much for me. Because you're not living free. 
You know, I don't like to pick on a certain demographic, but today I'm going to say it. People get off your freaking asses and you know who you are. Quit worrying about being correct. Quit worrying about the government targeting you. Quit worrying about things that don't matter because what matters right now is in Washington, D.C. What matters right now sits in your state capitol. You need to wake up and look around you and look, say to yourself, what are they doing? Start using that mind of yours to ask questions. Use it to ask questions. Ask yourself, why is the governor of the state of Idaho taking $80,000 from the Democrats? The NEA. Why is he taking $80,000 from the Democrats? Because that's what the the NEA is Democrat, liberals. Why is there a Republican governor taking that money in our state? Ask them. If you're in California, ask yourself. And look, I know Californians, there are you out there are trying your damnness to get rid of that idiot who sits in office in California. Look, I know you're trying, but the problem is the rest of your state. Los Angeles, San Francisco. San Diego, all these Santa Bernardino County, all of these damn liberal liberals that live in California, there's got to be some of the dumbest liberals I've seen in the in the world. Next to those that live in Chicago who elect the Lori Lightfoot. Why in the hell will anybody vote for that man? Why would they vote for that man? Unless, let me, this is my theory, and this may sound as a, like a conspiracy, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. My theory is simply this. They came out last week and said Gavin Newsom was ahead by 20 points. How? A man that's hated so much in that state, how in the hell is he ahead by 20 points? How? Well, let me tell you what they're going to do. They're doing the same thing they did with Donald Trump. Joe Biden was always up. Gavin Newsom will always be up in this election. It won't be a close race when it's on the news. Because when they cheat, when they cheat, they can always say, hey, he was always ahead. And in your mind, you can reflect back to the TV stations and the news and say, well, he was ahead in the news, so he must have won. No, that's the game. That's the game. They did that same crap. With Donald Trump. They actually did the same crap with Hillary Clinton. But that one bit him in the ass. You remember when we went to bed? Trump was down a little bit. You wake up the next morning and he was the president of the United States. Two things happened. One, they didn't cheat. And two, nobody could stand Hillary Clinton. So if the Democratic Democrats of the United States voted for Hillary Clinton, I mean, Donald Trump. What does that say about Hillary Clinton? She wasn't worth cheating for. They're saying that, think about it, Donald Trump was better than Hillary Clinton because they didn't cheat for her. It's because they didn't have the mechanism in place because they thought she was going to organically win the race by a landslide. And that bit them in the ass. 
Hence, we got 45, the best president in, in 50 years. Now, 40 years. Because Reagan was a pretty damn good guy himself, you know. He was a pretty good dude. I must say that myself. But even though I was a Democrat back then, <laughs> I see the truth now. But, you know, so my point to this whole summation is you got to wake up. Stop trying to be the nice guy. And men, oh, God, men, where are you at? I'm so tired of hearing women, woman after woman after woman fighting a man's battle. Where the hell are the men at? Yes, I'm calling you out. If your wife is at the school board meeting, your ass is sitting home, something is wrong. If your wife is at the Patriot rallies and you're at home, something is wrong. Who wears the pants in that family? Who wears the pants in that family? I'm calling you out. Men, I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're Mormon. I don't care if you're Jewish. I don't care if you're Catholic. I don't care if you're the devil. Because I'm sure he loves this country as well. Get off your asses and fight with your women. Show up at the rallies. Because the rallies are there for a reason. It's to show support. It shows that you don't go along with what's going on in this country. Well, do you have January 6th syndrome where you're afraid to go out in the public now and stand in a rally because you worry about the feds coming up or Antifa showing up? Don't worry. We got the Proud Boys. We've got Patriots. We've got people who knows what's going on in this world. So I'm tired of the men being at home while their wives are out fighting the battle. Because that seems to happen a lot. At least in Utah. At least in Utah. I can't speak for the rest of the world. I'm in 33 states and four different countries. I can't speak for you guys. But I know in Utah, the women are the powerhouse In this state. If your religion tells you to sit home and sit on your ass and let your women fight the battle, I got to tell you something. It's time to think a little bit different. Because this battle needs everybody. It needs everybody. I'm just so sick and tired of just women fighting. You don't know how many women that I meet in the course of meetings and gatherings and speaking engagements that talk about the problems that go on in this country. But there are no husbands. There's no husbands. I may piss a few people off today because I call them out. That means you're just weak. That means you don't listen to the message. That means you don't care enough like your wife does. If I piss you off, I'm not going to apologize because I'm a man. I know what men do. I'm blue collar. We build things. We raise our children. We take care of our families. 
sitting at home is doing none of those. Oh, you may excuse me. You're babysitting. And if you're a man with a bunch of guns, so take care. This weekend is over. Have a great day. This is John, the Modern Conservative Podcaster. 